And welcome into a very special edition of Countdown to Game Time on Friday afternoon. Lee K. Howard alongside Sam Dick. And I say very special edition of Countdown to Game Time because, Sam, we're talking about a very special person today. Unfortunately, uh, a figure larger than life of the Big Blue Nation that we lost on Wednesday in Jerry Lorenzen. You know, certainly at UK, going back decades and probably any other school in the SEC, there's never been anyone quite like Jared both physically, but also just his personality and how he excelled at the game. He was mm -hmm. a very, very special person and a very special athlete. I think that the, the thing that everybody points out when they first look at Jared Lorenzen is his size. They, mm -hmm. they saw that yeah. size. They saw that agility of that man being that size, being able to move around and do the things that he could do on the football field. But you kind of touched on it off the football field. He was, he was a larger-than-life character, uh, you know, a great guy to be around, a, yeah. a fun guy to just – just to have coffee with. I mean, he was a guy that represented the Big Blue Nation in all the right ways. And, and I was a fan. I, I go back to the days of Derek Ramsey in 1977 and then through Tim Couch, one of the, the mm -hmm. best ever, obviously. Uh, but I think there, Lee K, there was an assumption among fans and maybe even opposing teams that, well, this guy's so big he can't run. Well, <laughs> we had footage this week that showed one of the first times he went under center and, and had a play call and took off running. And not just running, but dodging people and going around people. I mean, it was incredible. This was not a guy who just flopped and fell down. Right. He, he was a threat to run with the ball. And I think <laughs> he was I think he was so good at running at that size because he was always a big kid. Uh, he was a, a kid that grew up in northern Kentucky, uh, won a state title there at uh, Highlands, uh, went on to the University of Kentucky. He was always big, so he was used to carrying around that amount of weight and being that agile and that kind of athlete. And to kind of get a perspective on what kind of athlete that Jared Lorenzen was, uh, Brian Milam on Wednesday, uh, just a couple hours after we received the news of his passing, uh, did a piece to, to talk about just what kind of athlete Jared Lorenzen really was. Jared Lorenzen burst onto the statewide scene in both basketball and football at Highlands, leading the Bluebirds to the Sweet 16 in 1997, 98, and 99. But it was football where Lorenzen captivated everyone. He was an excellent runner for his size and had a cannon for an arm, taking Highlands to a state crown in 1998. Uh, we came in thinking pass, and uh, you know, it, coach gave us the run a couple plays, and it really opened up. And uh, you know, I can't thank the line enough. They opened up the holes. They gave us all the you know holes to run through, and uh, you know, they deserve this trophy that they're going to we're about to get. Lorenzen signed with UK and redshirted as a freshman in 1999, but was unexpectedly, and to many, controversially named the starting quarterback in 2000, which forced Dusty Bonner's departure. Lorenzen showed, while extremely young, he had the capability of leading the Wildcats on offense. His first play from scrimmage caught everyone off guard. Two's pinner, the lone setback behind him. And Lorenzen, no surprise, wanting to throw, and now runs. And has he ever got running room? All the way across midfield and inside the Louisville 40-yard line. In 2000, Lorenzen would pass for more than 3,600 yards. But in 2001, Lorenzen played only eight games, but still passed for nearly 2,200 yards and 19 touchdowns. Despite his success, Jared needed to lose weight, or so his coaches said. I thought he was a little bit heavy. We tried to get him down to about 260. But as we went through the season, he, he started to creep up. And I just said, heck, his weight didn't inhibit him 
in any kind of way. Behind the weight, former UK teammate Derek Abney sensed a sadness under the outgoing and happy facade. You know, you knew things were going well on the surface, but I think there were some other things that he dealt with internally uh, that, you know, you couldn't always crack with Jared. He was always positive, like I said, as a leader. He, he went through the ups and downs and did the right things, but I think he really had battled some things that were difficult for him to open up to others. My daughter's 13, my son's six. I want to be around. I want to walk her down the aisle. I want to be around for a long time. I want to have grandkids and all that kind of stuff. So I don't, not happy where I am now, but it's, you know, it's something I can't change overnight either. Jared's journey would come to a close on Wednesday, dying at the age of 38. Boy, some precious memories there uh, and seeing him back when he was younger like that and, and a smaller weight. You sure. know, Lee Kay, no, he, he wasn't the ideal weight for a quarterback. He was different. But yeah. here's the thing. Uh, he was a winner. He was a winner <laughs> in high school in basketball, and he was a winner at UK. And I think the fans at UK appreciate the fact that, okay, yeah, our guy weighs a little bit more than most quarterbacks, but he wins football games. And he did it under three different head coaches did yeah, absolutely Which, yes and that was not easy he had to change coaches almost every single year yeah. he was there you, you saw guy Morris there talking about when he coached him he wanted to keep Jared's weight down to, to a point but then he realized halfway through the season even though his weight was gaining it wasn't affecting his play whatsoever so he said heck with it let's just let him play I think what also that weight d did and I and I hate to continue to talk about the weight only but it kind of made him a, a cult hero mm -hmm. in some ways, not just for the Big Blue Nation, not for the SEC, but in for many ways, the entire country. And I think that was one of the cool things that I got to see on Wednesday and even into yesterday was the amount of outpouring and love that people from you know, Tom Coughlin of the New York Giants, his former head coach in the NFL, to ESPN anchors, to just people from around the world that don't even have a direct connection to Kentucky football. Mm -hmm. They knew Jared Lorenzen and because of what he was and what he stood for. And it was really neat to see just kind of that outpouring of love to his family, especially. You know, we hold athletes, especially ones we love like him, to a different standard, a different place. They're up here. And uh, you don't think of them dying at the age mm -hmm. of 38. And, and all week when I heard, and last week when I heard that he was really sick and he was in the hospital, I kept thinking, well, he's going to pull through. Sure. He's got the best medical care. He's going to pull through. And so it was a shock when all of a sudden the newsroom, I started to hear, uh-oh, this didn't turn out well. Yeah, when you, when you think of someone who's 38 years old, and I did not have a chance to cover him because I'm the exact same age as him. I'm 37. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a year younger than what Jared is. And so to think about, and I have two small children. His his kids are a little bit older. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're in their teens now, or nine and I think nine and 12, somewhere around there. Uh, you just really hurt for them, especially for for those kids, for that family, for his parents. Uh, you know, losing anybody is never easy, but losing a dad uh, has, has got to be one of the toughest things. And and with that, I do want to say that Throwboy Tees, which is a company that he founded, right. uh, it's a T-shirt company, ThrowboyTees.com. Uh, they announced yesterday that they are doing a special promotion for the month of July that any t-shirt purchased on their website, mm -hmm. uh, all the money, all proceeds for the month of July go directly back to Jared's family. So I know we ran something on the news about that yesterday here at WKYT. That's something that e that's very easy that people can do and also get a t-shirt at the same time. I, 
I actually went on the website yesterday and bought a T-shirt myself. They're all about 25 bucks, and that, I mean that's just one small thing that I'm sure Jared would love to see happening. Uh, the yeah. People kind of giving back to his family in a, in a very, very difficult time. I never got a chance to meet him, but from everything I've seen and read and heard about him, he was the most approachable guy. I think that's a really big, important part of this is that he owned who he was. He was lovable. He was friendly. He was approachable. People tell me that when he talked to you. He was looking right at you, not over here, over there, and you had his you had his attention. So yeah, yeah, you know, just a real special guy that uh, they they broke the mold. You're not going to see something like like him come around anytime soon. Yeah, and I think that that goes for on the field and off the field. I I will say I had a couple interactions with him. I wouldn't consider that we were we were friends by any means, mm -hmm. uh, other than more acquaintances. When we saw each other, we would say hello. A couple of years ago, right before he began his uh, arena football. Um, gig there for a little bit with the, the Northern Kentucky River Monsters. I drove up to Highlands High School one mm -hmm. afternoon. He was still coaching a, a little bit at that point. And uh, we met in the gym and we did a one-on-one -on -one interview. And that was really when I first got to know Jared a little bit, uh, just kind of what he was as a person. Um, and then we actually did a photo shoot randomly enough together a couple of years later. Can you imagine myself? It was myself and Jared Lorenzen and Ryan Lemond of all people, <laughs> to promote a, a yeah. big thing that was coming up in Lexington. And that was a fun time. That's where I really got to see his personality and yeah. larger than life. And yeah. I mean, you, you, you hate to lose anyone, but someone like that that so many people loved, it's just a, it's a very, very tough loss for the Big Blue Nation. And, and a lot of hurting people, like Derek Abney, you know, one of the best to play the game, an All-American uh, at, at UK, catching all those touchdown passes from Jared. And those two were extremely close. And mm -hmm. You know, it, it, there's going to be a lot of tearful goodbyes because, again, of the age and just the kind of leader and person that, that Jared was. That's right. All right. Uh, and we don't know any information at this no, point as far as, as far as memorial services or things like that. I think the family was actually going to wait till today to even meet uh, with, with the, the people that they need to meet with to kind of make some of those decisions, but we'll certainly bring those and, to you. And one more quick thing. We invited at the last minute Rob Bromley to be with us yes. tonight on the CW Lexington at 630. Rob obviously covered Jared and the games and interviewed him many times. And so Rob is going to be with us at 630 uh, live to uh, talk about his remembrances of, of Jared. That's right. In fact, you saw that clip there against mm -hmm. Louisville. That was Jared's very first play from scrimmage when he tucked the ball yeah. and took off running. Yeah. And then he, of course, threw his first touchdown pass in that same game. And Rob Bromley was on the call yes, he was. of that game. So, <laughs> so Rob certainly has a lot of very good memories yeah. of Jared Lorenzen. And we know that all of you are watching here today certainly do too. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, thank you so much for joining Sam and I for this very special edition of Countdown to Game Time. Have a great rest of your Friday, everyone.